Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Hey everybody, I'm Matt Perez. And I'm Satchel Drakes. Together we're hosting a new Forbes podcast called Overworld. It's all about video games and the impact they have on art, culture, society, history, all that good stuff. It launches Tuesday, September 19th, and we'll post every Tuesday thereafter. So please subscribe at podcastone.com, the new Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you hear your shows. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on mandate. Get on. Welcome to CarCast. Man, Pearl, it's Matt, the moderator. DeAndrea over there. Excited to welcome back Rutledge Wood. What's up, guys? I love me some Rutledge Wood. You know, I just had this uh, (laughs) thought about Rutledge Wood. When I was a kid, I'd watch like Match Game and other shows like that. They had... uh, they had uh, all these game shows, you know, sure. and they had people on there like Joanne Worley and Nipsey Russell and some of my PJ favorites, something, <laughs> something like that. Like that, they do it. They do the same thing on like the Gong Show and stuff like that. And what they were was personalities, but I didn't. You didn't know them from something. You just knew that they were these big personalities. Right. And obviously, Joanne Worley had to do laughing. <laughs> But I didn't really know. I didn't know anyone's background other than they were big time personalities on the circuit who would do these game shows. And I thought Rutledge Wood may be a modern day version of Nipsey Russell, Joanne Worthy. You got to pull some of these names from from back then. But there were uh, Richard Dawson used to do oh, like yeah. they were just personalities. Yeah, and I didn't exactly. But they weren't like stand up comedians, and they weren't dramatic actors. They were just them. I think Rutledge Wood may be that. Thanks, man. That's a, that's a great compliment. No one's ever compared me to Nipsey Russell before, so I'll take that. That's, a, that's solid. I think it's better to be just you. Yeah. That, because then, I mean, you know, obviously all the car stuff you know Rutledge from, and we won the Toyota Celebrity Grand Prix. You went to all the Olympics, kinda, man. All that stuff. It went to I the did. Olympics. You went to the Olympics and, and I'm going back. I tell you what, Adam, I think you would have enjoyed uh, Brazil was was a fascinating place. You know, the news, of course, said, hey, it's going to be terrible. Mm -hmm. We get down there. It's delightful. The people are charming. The funniest part for me was all these people that we work with had 24-hour security. Like Bob Costas, who is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Bob had a 24-hour security guy. That guy's room was in between Bob and I's. And everywhere Bob went, they were like, oh, there's a white guy. No one knew who Bob Costas was down there. Right. Everywhere I went, people are like, it's the guy from Top Gear. Everywhere. <laughs> really? So much that it began to disturb some of my coworkers because <laughs> Top Gear aired twice a day down there. But they would come up to me, and I don't know if you've ever had this problem, but they would come up and say, oh, Top Gear, can we get a picture? And I would speak and say, yeah, I'd love to get a picture. And then their face would just change immediately because they don't know my voice. They know my voice in Portuguese, which is apparently very effeminate and very high pitched. <laughs> apparently, Tanner is like the most machismo guy of all time in Portuguese, and they would not have guessed I was married with children, married to a woman. I should specify. So okay, it, was, gotcha. it was a really yeah. fascinating time. You could have, should have quickly learned some Portuguese. I just quit or at talking. Least, and yes, smiled. I'll take a picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's talk about uh, the Olympics. So, when is the next one? I always get confused. Summer, winter. Yeah. Uh, when? When do you? When? When is your next assignment? It's February mm-hmm. in Pyeongchang, South Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be cold. 
Yeah. I've never, of course, been to South Korea. This will be my first time. Um, it, it's yeah, it's four and two, right? So that's how they kind of split them up um, with with how they how the summers every four feels like. I think it's still the same, but um, so yeah, it's 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 going to be a real adventure. It's fun to go do stuff that you have no idea what you're doing. Like I kind of enjoy that pace where you're just kind of chucked in there and you go spend time with other people. I, I spent time with a vegan weightlifter in Brazil, this guy from Louisiana. <laughs> And he was like, "Yeah, I mean, I mean, people say you know X amount of calories. They don't really know. They're scientists. They're not. They're not bodybuilders." And you sit there and you go, "Yeah, that's a valid point, man." So I've never thought <laughs> yeah. about that. Sure, eat whatever you want. So it's I'm really excited about it. It'll Do be you have fun. to study up on Winter Olympics, or are you already into the sports? I think I think my best thing is sort of idiot abroad. I just go, man. <laughs> I'm going to dig in and and have a great time. Yeah. I spent a lot of time with. Uh, Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski in Brazil, and, and you know, of course, in the Winter Olympics, they are probably didn't help the reputation royalty. of being a little, yeah, right, you know, yeah, that helped me. That, I, Dan Patrick <laughs> helped offset that vibe because I took Dan with me everywhere we went, so that that was a big time. But uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to go soak it up. You know, I've, I've, of course, just like you guys, I watch the Olympics because it's this amazing spectacle. The coolest thing to be a part of it is in that month that I was down there, the longest month of my life. Um, there was nothing bad that happened in the world. Like, everybody's eyes are just on that. And and to be there in person and see all these people from all these different countries that can high-five and enjoy just this moment of sport, whatever it is, whether it's handball, riding bicycles indoor, whatever it is, like, people are just there for that. And that was a really cool thing to be a part of. I think, uh, speaking of nothing bad happening, you know, there are, there are some thoughts about uh, North Korea and South Korea and all these people being in South Korea with crazy North Korea. Yeah. Uh, just uh, on the other side of the glass, like uh, Hannibal Lecter, when uh, Agent <laughs> Starling went really? to go uh, talk to him. I, yeah. had, I had not thought of that yet. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, no, it's going to be super fun. It's going to be great. It's yeah. going to be super fun. Totally Hang around with Bob Costas all the worried. time. Not worried he's at got all. the guy. He's got the... It's cut, Body yeah. Guy. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure every, everything will be vetted. But we're supposed to get the, it here too, right? We're supposed to. Didn't we just win? Yeah, California's getting. I, Los Angeles is supposed to get something too. The next yeah. summer, the one after. Is it twenty twenty eight? It's quite a ways down the line, I think. Yeah, yeah I don't know what we're going to do with all the homeless people. We got to go Soylent Green. Pretty it's soon. time to go Soylent Green. Like, let's start eating the but, homeless people. It's but, protein. Forget also, that we should vegan be, weightlifter guy. We should all be running out to, like, get condos and houses so we can Airbnb them, be the shit out of those things during the Olympics. Right? Oh, that's that's a good point. Nice yeah. play. I'd, I'd <laughs> definitely sacrifice 10 years of my life for a month of income. I think we should start now. <laughs> let's get it on the ground floor. Because uh, real estate in California it. is so affordable. Like, it's yeah. a, that's a great yeah. that's Like, a if great you could play. pick up three or four places right now, you let's should do, do that. You should do that. I had... $22 million. Dollars. <laughs> I, I had, I, I got immediately got put in a bad mood this morning. I don't know if you oh. guys, uh, oh, no. I'm so, I'm so delicate, <laughs> but um, I hate waste. Yeah. I hate it. I hate, I hate when people have half bottles of water flopped all over the shop. I, I just hate like, you know, like show up to the shop and the fart fans running in the bathroom and nobody's <laughs> been there since the night before, you know, that, that kind sure. of stuff. Drives me nuts, and I hate. Um, I hate. Oh, okay, so here's what I. Here's what I did. <laughs> I uh, I had one car. I had the uh, Newman Championship car, GT1 Championship car, like an '85, I think, uh, 300ZX. Went off to a Hotchkins Hotchkins shop and was done over it. 
great expense. And then it came back, and it keeps kind of getting taken apart and putting back together and taken apart and put back together, which it just means I already paid for this car once. <laughs> right. But there's a lot of like, yeah, well, they didn't do this right, and they take it apart. And I'm like, well, I already paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, so yeah. stop playing with this car. Just leave it alone. Move on to the next car. Like, psychologically, I can't take any more, take it apart, put it together sure. with like the same car. So I finally got everyone moved over to Newman's second GT1 championship car. And this morning, and, and everyone's working on that car, which is great. This morning, I get up, I, I come into the shop, and I see that the rear left wheel on the Hotchkiss car, which is done, the wheel's off, the car's jacked up, the rotor's off, of course, the caliper's off. The spindle's off. The shock is off. Like It's completely disassembled. Yeah. And I just come walking in. I'm like, what are we doing with this car? Like, I, I can't imagine. And it's all disassembled. They have all the markings and all the screws and the nuts, you know, with the paint, you know, so they line up. Yeah, and yeah. Everything's The safety wiring and everything is yeah. all taken apart. And I just go... What is going on with this car? Like, leave this car alone. Work yeah. on the other car. I've already paid for this car. And they're like, we're not working on this car. I'm like, well, the whole thing's taken apart. Yeah, we're trying to get a, a part number for an axle. <laughs> I said, ah. I said, well, for the other car. I said, okay, so you, ha- you kind of have me on a technicality. You are working on the other car, but you took this entire car apart. Because they Why? need the axle for the for the car they're working on. They need the part number, right? They need the part number. Then I get this one. Uh, why go call Hotchkiss and find out what the we checked all the invoices. There's nothing. There's no part number. That's the other thing where I go. Okay, how long did it take to check all the invoices? Mm. Okay, checked everything. I said, okay, but just call the guy. Like, call the guy who did it. Go go ask him. Go find out. Yeah. And then the worst part ever, when the one guy says, I told him to do it. He didn't want to do it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, would, you, would somebody call me? Somebody call me and go, I, here's yeah. what's happening. And then in which case I'll go, don't do it. Don't tear don't that do car it. apart. Don't tear that car apart. Yeah. Call Hotchkiss. And then you get this one, which I always like, too, which is, you want me to call Hotchkiss? I'll call Hotchkiss. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did. Yeah, before you take everything apart, yeah. now you have to put everything back together. Yeah. But call him. Uh, he may have it. Uh, it's like, well, he probably does have it. He's a pretty smart guy. He knew where he sent the rear end out to get rebuilt. Like, I think he would know. I was afraid it was the whole goddamn rear end of the car is taking apart. Just when I saw you, my first intuition was there's Adam. Give him a hug. I, I was afraid, one. like, maybe it wasn't long enough. I needed it. Or was hug. it too much? You know, that's what I was afraid of. Listen, if you started paying guys lots of money an hour to do this kind of stuff, it would drive you nuts, too. It would just drive you nuts. Like, pick up the phone. Uh, look, pick yeah. up the phone and I was going to show you the car later, but it's all in pieces. If, so if, forget yeah, about I don't want to see if it's yeah, in pieces. It. Then it doesn't look like a whole car. <laughs> no, forget if, about if, it. If, it if loses. You, it. you can only look at one side of it. The other side's ruined. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Adam, I've been there. It's a smaller scale. I don't want to lie. Like my projects are not um, as grandiose, perhaps as yours. The heart's still in the same place. Sure, you know, it's yeah, like make uh, something better. Like the '67 uh, Fastback you're building with parts oh, purchased yeah. exclusively yeah. from eBay Motors. Yeah, hold on. Let me tell you about HelloFresh. Oh, I tried HelloFresh. 
You don't know what you're missing if you haven't tried. HelloFresh, man, makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. This stuff is good. It is fresh. It is delivered straight to your home. It is less than $10 a meal. New delicious recipes each week. Step-by-step instructions. Takes about 30 minutes. Classic box. They got the uh, veggie box. They have the family box. You can order three, four, five different meals per week for two to four people. Whatever you like. Uh, Individual boxes. Keep each meal separate so they don't uh, cross-pollinate there. And for 30 bucks off your first week, visit HelloFresh.com and enter ACE30. Get 30 bucks off your first week. You will not be disappointed. HelloFresh, ACE30. Enter ACE30 at HelloFresh.com and save 30 bucks off your first week. HelloFresh, get cooking. All right, where were we? You can see it. Tell me about that, at right? eBay Motors. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's not quite as you know. Um, Paul Newman never drove this '67 fastback, to my knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, all the stuff that I've done, loss in transmission, Top Gear. You know, a lot of times we go to eBay and grab parts for whatever we're building on. So they knew that, and eBay called and said, "Hey, why don't you buy a car off eBay and get all the parts, everything else you need from eBay Motors, parts and accessories, and then we'll tour it around the summer. People can see it in different stages, and at the end, you can unveil it at SEMA." And it's going to be all painted and and be awesome. Auction will go live when we're there that first week in November. And then all the money we raise is going to charity. So I, of course, uh, said, yes, let's go for it. Got uh, my buddy Randy from the Kenwood Rod Shop. who yeah. built all our stuff, Lawson Transmission. You met Randy. He's a great guy. Um, so his guys went, went to work on it. Got my buddy Mike Finnegan from Roadkill. Sure. Casey Matthew, formerly Fast and Loud, now Casey Speed Shop. So you all kind of put our ideas together. And the funny thing is someone wrote the press release, and, and I looked at it, and it's like, okay, well, if we're going to say that we're going to do something people have never seen before, then I think we really got to do that. Let's yeah. let's go for it. So we wanted to build something that would be faster, um, handle better, stop faster than kind of anything we'd done before. And not surprisingly, none of us were Mustang guys. Mm-hmm. So which Japanese engine are you going to put in it? Okay, great question. <laughs> that got shot down early. Oh, really? I Come said, on. I said, let's put a 2JZ yeah. GT from a Supra in there. That yeah. would be awesome. That because, would be awesome. You know, there are certain, uh, and you know with, with the level of your restorations, there are certain cars where purists, they they can kind of taint the outcome. Like if they think there's four screws wrong, oh, he blew it. Like right. just, they right. go crazy. And Mustang people are pretty intense like that. So we thought rather I've than do a couple things wrong, Mr. Foxbody, <laughs> let's do like 30 things different because then they won't know which way to turn. So it's a, it's basically yeah. a lifted, like rally-inspired um, kind of factory build is what we're going for. So, oh, okay. 427. I'm thinking Thomas Crown Affair. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Think that. Right? Remember yeah. we had the but without like bullet, right? Yeah. It's like it's like a little pinch. bullet a 67. Yeah, that was a 67. Yeah. So it was a uh, mm-hmm. Eleanor gone in 60 seconds. So mm-hmm. you know those are that's what everybody thinks of when they think of one of those. So we thought let's build something that would still jump. So we lowered the shock towers up front to bring the nose up. So it's all still factory mounting points, but that way if we do jump it, it won't immediately knock the bottom of the oil pan off. Right. Right. So found a 427 from Ford Performance okay. on eBay. It was the last one they had assembled, 535 horse, 545 torque. Found a, a Tremec T5. So we're, as we're putting all this stuff together, like it's a it's a really fun thing for me because this is how we build stuff normally. But to know that we're going to auction it off and make a bunch of money for charity, to me, is super cool. So we're calling it the Red, White, and Rowdy. 
I'll show you guys the the render. Yeah. I don't have a picture of it that I can show publicly, but it's going to be awesome, and it's going to have more metal flake than a bass boat. So how do you follow? <laughs> how do you follow the build? Is it on eBay? Is it yeah. on your website? eBay dot uh, com uh, slash motor slash blog. Oh, so it's eBay dot com now. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. a new one. You should check. It's <laughs> yeah. electronic. That's what the East. So you for. go to eBay Motors blog. Yes, the eBay Motors blog. Um, and, and follow the build. It. So I mean, I think I saw you Instagramming about it this weekend. You were at a show yes. or something. Oh, I went to or Good a Guys. You know, I'm being an East Coast guy. I don't get to go to to tons of the shows you guys have out here. The the videos that I've watched you at Pomona. I mean, that's like that's your happy place, man. When when you've gone down there before and had some fun, it's it's a really cool place. We were up in. Uh, Pleasanton at the Good Guys West Coast Nationals. I'm just saying, it looks like you got some work to do to get SEMA this year. <sighs> we do. It's a, it's a, it's a big time now. Yeah. I'm still looking for. Like, I need a set of wheels, 18 by eight, with a pretty decent offset to to clear. I want to make yeah. a crazy drift setup on the front uh, uh-huh. for the steering angle, but I realize that costs a lot of money, and I would have rather had that 427. So yeah. found that. Found a great set of Will Woods on there. Uh, Ride Tech Street Grip Suspension. And uh, and so now we're kind of in that point where I got to find an interior, and a lot of people make different kits on there. It's just you got to yeah. find seats are so hard in a car like that because you could use some like Boss three hundred two Recaros from a few years ago. Sure, they'll look great, but I don't want you and I to touch shoulders while we're in the car. Yeah, like that's not cool to me. A- aftermarket so. seats in the in that year Mustang as well because of the brackets they sit very high, so right. you have to cut those brackets down or cut the floorboards and make them flat. Yeah. Because the floorboard really pitches up like four inches. And I don't know if like. it, I've I've used TMI stuff before, yeah. and I love it. So I'm trying to find. I've I've seen a couple that are cool, but they're if it's not the right color combo, I also don't want to bid on it and then be like, oh, yeah, these are green. Like that's not you know it's it's so, it's it, so when it's done though, you're gonna bid on it. You know I will. I know you will. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. gonna bid. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna bid on his own car I for think, the charity. I think Frankenstein will. Buy his monster. It'll have yeah. a little bit of like a. It might even you might even feel like an evil Knievel tribute vibe in the paint. Casey's going to design everything. I might even get to spray a little if the guys get um, distracted. Yeah, I'm out. Rut, what's in your collection <laughs> now? Ooh, um, so I still have my '49 Chevy Step Van. That might mm-hmm. that might go soon. I got a couple guys that want it. Uh, my '53 Plymouth Wagon that the King gave me. We built that whole thing at, at Randy's shop at Kenwood. Um, I sold my Supra powered. Scion XB to a friend. It was converted to rear wheel drive. It yeah, was, it was awesome, but it it I never drove it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was leaving Brazil, a guy on the airplane stopped me and said, "Hey, I bought my car because of you." And I was like, "Oh, cool. What'd you get?" Oh, CTSV wagon. I'm like, no kidding. He's like, "Yeah, but I just leased it. I'm going to turn it in." How many miles are on there? He's like, oh, 36. Can I get your email? <laughs> yeah. Ended up buying that car uh, from Hendrick, uh, which was cool. My wife has let me drive that like twice. She loves it. You know, the CTSV wagon is a pretty 556 yeah. horsepower in a wagon. That's, That's a good time. That's the Cadillac supercharged Correct. wagon. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's 13. I, was, I wanted a six-speed, and that's what I thought it was. And then when uh, the dealership sent me pictures, I was like, why is there an automatic cluster in a manual car? Yeah. I was like, wait a second. When he said six-speed. He meant... He meant automatic, yeah. which is not speed. the same. People got to straighten that same. out. They, they no. got to straighten what that out. What year is it? It's a 13. Did they have the manual in 13? Yes. So they did. It was yeah, the but, you know, they only the... made like 509 yeah. or 510 of, of the manual, So it's it, but people want an extra 15 grand for it. And oh, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. I've it's only cool. seen them it's in not that cool. black. Yeah, mine's white with the oh, really? black interior car. And that was That's another cool. thing. I've either seen them in black or old man maroon, which yeah, is right. definitely not what you want. Right yeah, white's there. a great color on that car. Let me chime in here and talk about one of my favorite sponsors, Simply Safe. Oh, look, I understand why some people may be putting off getting home security. 
Slimy sales guys. Long-term contracts, expensive installations. Why bother? Well, now you can. And you should with Simply Safe. Two eyes in there. That's right. The best protection, and it's so easy. All you have to do is get Simply Safe home security. Go online, put your system together, they ship it right to your house. Peel and stick, no pulling wires, no drilling holes, up and running in under an hour. They'll talk you right through it when you plug in the home unit. Batteries last up to 10 years. Top of the line protection. No long-term contracts or hidden fees. Just order online. Set it up and protect your family. 24-7 protection. And get 10% off now at simplysafe.com slash Adam3. That's simplysafe, S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash Adam3. Adam, T-H-R-E-E. Simply safe, Adam, dot com slash Adam three. Or you can get Simply Safe today at your local Best Buy. All right, let's talk to Sean for one second. Sean, 40, San Francisco. Ace Matt, get it on. Hey, man, say hi, hi. to Matt and Rutt. Hey, Sean. What's up, Sean? Oh, it's a very good day for me. Um, my question actually is part of kind of like my achievement day. Um, achievement so day I, takes the place of, of birthdays. Oh. I don't, I'm not a birthday guy, but I, I like achievement day. Nice. Nicely noted. I feel like everyone's born. <laughs> like that's, that's, not a, that's not a big Is Is it deal. Sean's achievement day? Yeah, and I want to know what he did. What would you do, Sean? achievement day. Yeah, thank you. So um, I had a Fiat Spider when I was a young guy in high school. And uh, it was like a $500 piece of crap that uh, I love dearly. Mm-hmm. And um, recently, they released the Spider again. And so uh, my achievement is I now have a Sunday driver, a totally impractical, useless uh, car that sits in my garage. And I pop the top down and I take it out on Sundays. Yeah. Um, Feels good so, to do that uh, kind of stuff, right? Oh, it feels so good to have a vehicle that just sits, just sits in my garage and just waits for me. No other purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I got to tell you, in in life, everybody, like you know, a uh, few few weeks back when we came from uh, Laguna Seca, I was like, I'm buying this Paul Newman Porsche, and I'm going to race this Paul Newman Porsche a year from now at Laguna Seca, and when I did. The the thrill wasn't really driving the car. The thrill was, here's what I said I was going to do. Now I'm doing it. Yeah. That's, if you get in that mode in life, life's a lot more satisfying. Totally. And Despite then also, all the roadblocks, by the way. There were a few roadblocks. <laughs> but, and then if you start doing that stuff, what can't you do? Like, you did, did something that seemed like sort of out of my world in my world where i come from that stuff's out of the stratosphere no but you know i don't even it's not that no corollas do that no corollas know anybody who knows anybody who does that kind of shit buys super expensive cars and then goes and takes them a year later back to the track and enters them in the race so if you do that then uh many other things in life become much easier and by the way if you don't everything becomes the the, the the inverse is correct as well. If you don't do anything, then you really can't do anything. Yeah, I've always said that. I mean, Mark Gargis, the guy who pretty much uh, made it happen for some legal reasons, 
uh, is the busiest guy on the planet. And I came to him last minute and said, make this happen. And he's sending emails on Saturday uh, afternoon. Midnight. Yeah. And, oh, and, and midnight, midnight. And midnight, and midnight yeah. as well. Like the busiest man on the planet can still get stuff done because he's the busiest man on the planet. Yeah. Hey, Sean. Yes. So, uh, wait, which which Fiat Spider do you have now? Yeah, so I have a um, a 2017 uh, Spider 124. Spider. Oh yeah, that's they're, the, they're making that's that now. The Miata that's, pace. That's uh, a new one that Jalopnik Fiat. backed into a tree by accident. It's a it's a fun <laughs> car, isn't it? I got to see a picture of that yeah, because yeah. we the 124 I I know very well. We walked past it actually. You and I walked past it in Monterey. You know where we walked past it was the Concorso. What the do you Italiano. think of it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, there are a lot of 124s at the Concorso. It was the new one, ones. and it was like the A-Birth, A-Birth version yeah. or whatever, and uh, it had you know some fancy stripes. And I don't want to label it, but it, you, it's like a uh, smaller Miata. But um, but not but doesn't not. perform as well. Well, I mean, I've, I, Sean, what do you think about it? I've heard good things. It looks cool. Yeah, yeah so, you're, um, so I have the uh, fully electric Fiat, and I have a, uh, a hybrid uh, uh, Nissan, and so for me, this thing is incredibly fun and sporty because I've been driving very practical uh, yeah. commuting yeah. cars. What's the range on the? Uh, God, I have a kind of. Do you even I, want to ask that question? No, like, I feel like I, in your I, face, you're asking a question. No, you don't I'm, want to know I'm, the I'm, I'm having I'm having a, a thought about dudes, dudes who don't know anything about cars. But uh, first off, if you're like a hairdresser at a hairdresser, dude, straight dude, just. Uh-huh. So, no, I think, and he had his he had electric Fiat, and I said, "What uh, what's the range on that?" And he's like, uh, "Like fifty six miles or something like that." And I said, oh. "How long does it take to plug in? I mean, how long how long does it take to charge yeah. when you plug in?" He's like, oh, "You know, like overnight or something." I said, "Do you have the fast charge or is it just regular household current?" And he goes, uh, "The plug's got the three prongs." Oh gosh! And I said. <laughs> So regular, just like a regular three-prong? I don't know. Just, you know, the three-prong. I said, so, because there's a 220 or 240 version of the... Is it big, like the back of your dryer at your house, or what? They have, like, twist lock, 220, (laughs) you know, they're three-prong. They're just different shape, you know? And he's like, I don't know what shape, you know, three three prongs. And I'm like, every outlet has three prongs, like, will accept, like, every extension cord has three prongs. Is that what you're talking about? Hey man, I'm not a tech. I just you know, it's it. like just uh, how little it. about your own life do you know? It like, can't be really. That's the range, right? It is. It, it wasn't. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be. We more drove than one. That. What's the range? What's the range, Sean? Yeah. So um, my range is generally between eighty and one hundred miles. And if you run the AC or if you run some fans, then you're going to lose a few miles. Hmm. But I've I've taken it um, 80 mile. I've taken it all the way down to turtle mode when you have one or two mile left and it gets pretty sketchy. Mm-hmm. And that was a full 80 mile drive. He's just sweating with the so windows it, up, tied to the range yeah. anxiety. So how, Fiat says 87 it? miles battery only. What year is it? Your Sean? Uh, it's uh, 2015. Oh, okay. Are you leasing that? <laughs> Rut wants to I, buy it. I, meet, meet you at the airport. Does it have a manual? No, I just I wonder because it, it seemed like they they were having trouble selling them, but the leases were pretty cheap. Yeah. So actually, um, 
like I said, the Fiat was my original car. And so for my daughter, I thought it would be a fantastic uh, first car. So I, I went ahead and purchased it outright. Hmm. But I did get a $10,000 uh, tax credit that I was able oh, to right. uh, yeah, I was able to offset with my income. And so um, I took full advantage of the tax credit. And then my 16-year-old daughter um, has been driving it for the past couple years. And it's been a fantastic first car. For her. Sean, you are good soul, I like man. This guy. I like I Sean. Like Sean. Show me a picture of that Fiat 124 re- reboot. Sean, you must uh, do something thoughtful for a living. Uh, I'm in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a good man. I like you, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself and in, uh, enjoying in your uh, motoring in your uh, new 124. Yeah, I did that, not know. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I guess we. It's cool looking, right? Like I'll, it's got a little bit of yeah. throwback. I it's like got some it. spirit. Yeah. What? Uh, what's the? Uh, what's your interior? What colors? What colors yours? So um, I got black. And so I actually wanted to get. Um, so uh, I cannot afford a Paul Newman race car, but I can. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. But I can certainly afford quite a bit of uh, vehicles. And what I wanted was, I felt like. Uh, 20 years later, having my high school car, and I wanted it to be fun. So it didn't have to be outrageously fast. Um, yeah. It didn't have to have all of the uh, options. I really wanted, like, the most basic, fun um, It looks good. You know, We're driver. looking at it. It's got some jag in it when you hit it at the yeah. right angle. It's yeah, got it's got some, a little bit of jaguar in it. It's got a little bit of jag in it. And also maybe a little bit of panos. It's got a little Miata. Mm, it's right? got a little Panos. It's got a little Jag. Now, is it, it is it like you're the one in high school that it sometimes has trouble starting? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually uh, nothing. Because I uh, with Mazda under the hood, I feel very confident that yes. this Fiat's going to last much longer than my other Fiat. For sure. Thanks, Sean. Happy yeah. for your uh, achievement day. Hey, I don't know. Like I hear these stories about uh, Papa John had to go find his Camaro. I have none of those thoughts about any old vehicles, although I drove Nissan pickup trucks mainly. But I don't have the affinity part where, like, you got to go find your first car. Yeah. Um, I'm right up there. Like, my feeling. Rutledge did a whole show about it. So. I did. I did a couple. <laughs> well, you know, my, keep in mind, my first car was 81 Rabbit pickup, and it's so. Oh, that's right. It was You're awful, right. man. I could never. The the thing that would always blow my mind about the rabbit pickup, but many pickups, but especially the rabbit, is I'd see him just going down the street, leaning back. Oh yeah, like that. Chris, back. show me rabbit pickup. It was the Cali lean before like yeah. pre runners were a thing on the street. Yeah, the thing was leaning backwards, right? Rabbit and, pickup, and I'd always be Nobody's like, paying attention. There's got to be something <laughs> in the bed of that rabbit pickup, yeah. but there wasn't anything like, no, in the bed of it. It was like a it. backpack. And, or a light yeah, bag of groceries. Yeah. The <laughs> guy. All it would take. Dirt. Yeah. Just a little dirt. And so the thing would be leaning back, yeah. and then I'd think, you know, I used to have Toyota uh, Nissan pickups all the time. And I would I would buy, like, 11 sheets of three-quarter ply and just shove them in the back and hanging out the thing. And the oh, thing yeah. would yeah, yeah. squat down. Like, I put an leaf on there because the thing would squat down. But it was rear-wheel drive. And I could make it up the the hill with the with the I I'd, I'd pack the, the shit. The wood out of doesn't cars. slide out the back. I would I <laughs> get would get a little put, running start. <laughs> yeah. I put like a lumber rack on that thing once and would just 
stack tons and tons and the whole thing would be like squat down yeah. but it would go like it was it was bulletproof and it would work like you can't break one of those trucks so no those... affinity to have another one of those and relive those days no huh? but <laughs> but i would think to myself the rabbit truck was front wheel drive yeah so what happened when you put shit in the back of that truck it's no traction, right? No you'd traction. You hear like you'd real quietly. You hear bum 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 <laughs> bum 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 bum. It would start to creep in, and then you're like, "All right, you let's just go for it." Those front wheels, right? You can if you put enough weight in there. It'll basically just scrape, just just drag. <laughs> so, tell me that. <laughs> Like in high school, you like you'd have all your buddies sit on the tailgate, and like let's see if we can get this thing to do some well, kind of wheelie. I mean, you imply that if you had an eighty-one rabbit pickup <laughs> in high school, that you would also have, have tons buddies. of buddies. Yeah, you'd like, have tons of buddies. It was a real like you just stay over here, kid. It, it was I, I at one point was like, oh, I'm going to fix this thing up. A guy, uh, you know, that's when imports are really taken off, at least where we were. Put a set of thirteen-inch. Five stars on there. What nice. year? What year was this? This would have been. I was in. Uh, I finished high school in ninety eight. So uh-huh. this would have been like ninety six, right? right? And I bolted these thirteens on there with low profiles, and I mm-hmm. thought this is not. This is not the look I was going for. <laughs> the, yeah. It's- Let me jump in with a little news about Bluehost. It's a top rated website provider powering two million plus websites. Best tool to build, host, and manage your personal or small business website. Freedom to design your site your way. Fully customizable templates and third-party app support. Simple enough for beginners. Powerful enough for advanced users. And true reliability. How reliable? 99.9% uptime guaranteed and auto-updates. Maximum security, malware monitoring and protection, and automatic secure WordPress installs, plus 24-7 tech support. So, Bluehost, and you can save 50% when you sign up at Bluehost.com slash CarCast. That is B-L-U-E, Bluehost.com slash CarCast. Save 50%. It's gone the other way. Thirteen <laughs> this is worse. Thirteen inch rims. If you're not rocking at least a sixty series, is nothing right. Yeah. And if you're putting forty five series or forty or even fifty on a thirteen, yeah. you got you got nothing. Unless, Unless it's a thirteen inch Dayton, yes, player. Right? That's what I was yeah. going to say. Unless you're running some true spokes, some wire wheel Daytons, yeah. then maybe it's different. But. You know, that that what's funny is I, t- I met a kid this weekend when we were doing the, the eBay thing, and he asked, how do you know so much about cars? I said, well, is that your mom? He said, yeah. I said, every time my mom went to the grocery store, I would say yes. I would go with her, and I would just stand in the magazine aisle, and I would read I the same thing. everything, right? And so I know stuff about lowriders and hydraulic systems and stuff that I'll never use, but I read every lowrider. I read every truck magazine, every Euro mag- Like, I just read all of them yeah. because I wanted to learn. And so it's funny now when you look back, and I think, like, why was I – into this or how how did i go this direction like i always like the stuff that i could work on i could afford to drive which is why like i always loved old corollas like the the newest car i got is an 85 corolla a86 mm-hmm. hachiroku it's awesome <laughs> built it's got a 4a gze from an mr2 and i love it like this is total like high school dream car status for me and it's ready to go 
but it's because I read all those magazines and yeah. you're like, man, that little GTS was a big deal back in the day. That high revving little four AGE, people were like, wow, this is this is a cool car. Do you have a normal daily driver? Yeah, I drive a Tundra every day. Oh, that's right. But and that's then not I got a normal. GSF. I love my GSF. Oh, 467 yeah, horsepower nice. yeah. is a good daily. I think right, that should be your GSF. It's a four door Lexus. Yeah, it's like a. Um, oh, that yeah. that car. Yeah. yeah. By the way, that LC 500. Oh, it's that, jamming. That, that's that's the big coupe we saw in uh, Amelia, and then we saw it again in Monterey. You got you got to take a one for a spin. Big two door coupe. Oh, that car, yeah, on the stage. Yeah, that's good. We drove that thing. That thing's great. And it's now awesome, we're talking about it? an LCF with six hundred. Mm-hmm. That car with six hundred horsepower would be the bomb. Dude, Akio Toyota is like he. The fact that the guy has a racetrack at his house in Texas, number one, great sign. Yeah, right. right? Like he wants to go fast, but he's the guy that's saying like. Make these cool cars fast again. Like, let's bring passion back. That's awesome. But that car has every bit of the luxury and smooth and quiet and built like Lexus. Oh, yeah. But nice. Did you ever drive an LFA, Adam? No, I didn't. Although I had a thought, which was a few few weeks back. Oh, maybe I did. No, we had one here. I think think you drove it around a little bit. I drove it like a block or something. But... I love that motor. I love naturally aspirated. I love high revving. I love all that stuff. There was an LFA that was going across the blocks on one of the auctions over the Monterey weekend. And I just, I kind of spotted it when I was cruising through the auction sites before we went out there. And I never followed up on what it sold for or like what those cars have done. I'm not sure. I know they lost money when they made those cars. I know they were amazing cars. I saw Paris Hilton driving one with her dog on her lap, and it ruined the car <laughs> ruined for it me. <laughs> it, it tainted it. Also ruined dogs for and me. Paris Hilton. Everything all was all, all things were ruined. But I'm curious, did the LFA, which stickered for like 350 or close to four or and something. would climb with the Nürburgring package. It'd get yeah, a little higher than that even. Almost six? Uh, I think it was like 540 yeah. was maybe the, the highest one, something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, and I, I may be wrong. I'm no, just, you're close. I can't remember that's, the numbers. That's where but, they started. But... The question is, now that they're five years in the rearview mirror, are, are, can you pick one up for a buck eighty-five, or are they seven hundred k? They've held on. It's funny because yeah. they only made five hundred worldwide. The only guy that I know who owns one is Denny Hamlin, that races for Joe Gibbs, mm-hmm. um, and Denny doesn't drive his very much. His is a Nurburgring edition. But they, you know, I think so many of them. There's still like ten or eleven left. That's the thing at is, dealerships. Is, is there's a handful that are out. I don't know if they're for sale, but dealers had them, and they were never titled. So maybe the owners of the dealers just kept them. Yeah, there's there and, were like twelve. There's, there's like eleven or twelve. Well, now Max Pata, you got to see. I'm trying to think where I saw that LFA. I bet it was out there. There was. Could one, have I know been there's Meekum. one that. I, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a Gooding or an RM, and we never even talked about it. I don't. I don't think. But it's funny. I, I googled LFA and a picture of Paris Hilton in the white LFA. No was way. way. <laughs> no Ruin. way. Ruin. Oh goodness. Yeah. So, Rut, uh, my uh, uh, my LFA story is years ago, and I spoke to you about it as well years ago. I got invited to go to Willow Springs with two other guys. And the other guy was Paul Walker. And they brought two LFAs. No way. And they just said, go out on streets of Willow all day and drive LFAs. Yeah. And, and we just went out there. 
and we were just we had a black one and a yellow one. We were blasting around all day, and then we come in, and Paul and I were like, "That's cool. You want to switch?" He's like, "Yeah, let's switch." And then we just go back out there again. We were out there for like five hours, just running around, and they had like two engineers from Lexus that didn't speak any English, and the guys were just standing there, all Spanish. And yes, and then uh, they just stood there, and I'm like, "Do you guys need to do anything on the car?" And then, like, they didn't even check tire pressure. They didn't do anything. They're like, no, it's Lexus. It's fine. That's awesome. We wow. ran one. Tanner ran one at uh, Sonoma while we played yeah. uh, Forza in that car on that track and tried to beat him. Spoiler alert. What kind alert, of time could he turn? He won. I don't, I don't remember, <laughs> but he beat us. He cheats. He's he cheats. real good, that guy. He's, He's a good. cheater. And a good guy. He is. Uh, <laughs> what are you guys doing show Do we find out? Wait, I want to know if Chris yeah. found out anything about that LFA. Well, I'm just looking to see if there are any for sale, and there there are a few online, and they're averaging about 400k. So they've held, but they uh, see if you can find if that one sold at Monterey and what the hammer was. Sorry, new shows. What auction did you think it was? I you know I would have known if it was Gooding, and I would have known if it was RM. We so didn't, we didn't see it at any of their previews, so right? It's so be, it was probably Meekum. Probably Meekum, as I as I there recall. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, the estimate was three thirty five to three seventy five, and did it sell or does the bid go on? Driver, <laughs> driver. Driver, driver. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means. Russo I- kept yelling it in his like MMA ring of car auctions. Really? <laughs> and he just like on TV, it's like driver, driver. I think he's talking to somebody like one of his staff. Is that cue to move the car? I don't know. Because I worked a bunch of Meekums uh, the past know. couple of years. That's a fascinating thing. The the guys that go down to the one Kissimmee. Um, yeah. It, it's here's what I can tell you. That's the, in Kansas, right? That's in Florida. Oh, that's wait a the minute. one. It's like oh, the um, other ones. The Kansas is another yeah, big yeah. one. Yes, yeah, so and I didn't know that. Like I always grew up here in like Barrett Jackson. What I didn't realize is that Meekum has a ton more auctions. Oh yeah, a lot. Like they and they, high volume. Yes, dude, they, they bring like four hundred cars. They out. kill it. And what's crazy is that all these snowbirds will come down to Florida in January, and you'll see guys there the same every year. They'll come back, and what they do is they buy a car somewhere between thirty and forty, a cool car. Right, they take it home, drive it for a year, come back, sell yeah. it for thirty to forty, and then buy another one. It's like a long term really? rental program. Oh, wow. Ken Lincoln wow. Felter is the king of Meekum yes. auctions. Ken rules. He auctions. loves it, dude. And He's the stuff always that he'll, on. He'll just watch and he'll watch. You know, there's always it's any auction. It, it seems a little crazy, but there are times when there's highs and lows, and you just have to basically kind of check the numbers, walk around, see yeah. when things are going. Because if everybody's having lunch, turns out you can get some great deals. Three twenty five and a weird. Sort of metallic British racing green with a beige interior. It's a weird combo it's on a that. Weird combo on, on that, that camel's kind of nice. That that car, yeah. Um, that but car was absolutely fantastic to drive. And oh my it sounds God. awesome! It, it has to, to know be. that they tuned that exhaust. Like they they spent time. Sound awesome. Those two so cars that, that they brought right up to the track. One of them was a prototype, significantly faster than the other one. Like. It was Those were really the fast. two press cars. Yeah. Driver, had, driver. Driver, driver. Top gear. It's fun. <laughs> so, uh, Rut, what are we working on? Um, top Gear is now, now – there's a okay. – There's like a Top Back Gear the, America, I guess, now? Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a uh, – That's a classic, I'm going to pretend I don't know everything I do about it. Yeah. Yeah. Answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well you're not what, on that show, so we can skip over that one. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's, so here's what I can tell you. Adam Ferrara, Tanner Faust, and I uh, knew that what made our show successful here in the U.S. was us three idiots in cars. And a lot of people started weighing in on what they thought would make a better show, and their their ideas were not very good, and we told them that. And then 
Um, they saw what happened. Like they told us, hey, we're going to add a bunch of people to the UK show. And we're like, that's a terrible idea. Don't do that. Like I know you're panicked because the other guys left and went to Amazon. But like don't don't screw up that brand. Just wait. Like, yeah. Give yourself five minutes. They're like, no, we're going to rush this show out there. And then it was terrible. It was terrible. And then they were like, no, but we're going to add a bunch of people to your show. And we're like, don't do that. That's a, that, You're seeing it's a bad idea. Don't do that. History wanted more. And so it was one of those things where a bunch of people thought that they knew what was best. But, they like, again, they're people that drive, like, hybrids and uh, electric yeah. cars every day. So they don't understand, like, passion. They don't understand why we love the cars that we do. So the three of us said, look, let's let's get the band back together. Let's go to work on a show that's different enough that we can't get in trouble. Right. Uh, so that's that's kind of where we are right now. And the cool thing is because there's so many Top Gear USA fans out there and around the world is that we know that we've got a chance to go make something really cool. So, you know, if we make it online, we can blow up a lot more stuff. Yeah. I, I watched so, a uh, – So you guys are going to try to do something new. That's the plan. The yeah. That's the plan. You know, my feeling – with uh, a lot of car stuff, so I watched a, a new episode with uh, Bill Fickner, who I like a Love lot. Love Bill, yeah. great guy. Um, and you know, it's it's all like really well shot and well executed. But Fickner is driving around a replica, all roads leading back to the '67 Mustang, a bullet, okay, like just through the Bay Area. And I'm just watching it, going, "Well, that car's worth." Thirteen thousand dollars. <laughs> maybe it's worth nine thousand. I don't know. Maybe someone will pay twenty. You would be surprised. <laughs> uh, but it's it's not the car. Yeah. And he's just you know dropping in a second and blah, you know taking off down the open highway. And look, I like Fickner, and I, I just watched it. it. It went on for eleven minutes, and <laughs> okay. just pretty much just Fickner driving a replica bullet, and yeah. not not. Not very high speeds or anything, just sort of around. And I just kind of watch it and went, like, I love cars, but not this. This this I don't want. Like, I, I, I feel like there's so much out there and nobody r- – people rarely get it right. Like, we love cars, so we want to go see Goodwood. Nobody covers Goodwood. Right. I mean, there's a little, like it's on, you can find it on your computer streaming or something with a nanny cam or whatever. But I don't want to see a guy drive around a replica hot rod that, uh, by the way, that car's a piece of shit in the first place. But secondly, <laughs> the, the, the only thing that would make it interesting is if they found the guy who had the real car right. and convinced him to whatever, did a profile yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. whatever. A, a replica bullet car is a piece of shit that's not worth I I don't honestly like I don't know I, I don't know what you, what those cars are worth but it, they're worth nothing they're a replica piece of shit and the the idea of hearing a V8 engine rev with some headers on it is not exquisite I like I'm well beyond just hey listen to that thing like oh look at it it's taking off it's fucking boring. I have no idea. I, there can't be anyone who likes cars who who wants to film that. I don't yeah. know who these fucking people are. And it's what we're missing is that um, networks seem to think that everybody watches all the shows are dumb. Like that's at oh, the core they, yeah. of it. Like they're they're just You've really insulting. Dumb if you want to watch a bullet replica uh, go in a circle? Well, and know this. I love Bill. If anyone called you and said, "Hey, you want to? We want you to be on a show like Top Gear." It doesn't matter who you are. You'd be crazy to not say yes. Like yes, that's right. And we love it is Bill the time too. of your life. I have an agent because of Bill. Like you know, so many good things in my life happened because of that 
Toyota Pro Celebrity Race that we we did together. And Bill was one of the guys that pulled me aside and said, "Dude, you got to get an agent. Like this is you're good at this stuff. You yeah. need to do more of it." Uh, and I told him, "Congrats and and wear a helmet. Be safe uh, when he got the show." But. Oh, love me some Forza, man. Forza Motorsport 7 on Xbox One. October 3rd is when it's out. So it's coming, man, exclusively for Xbox One and Windows 10. Collect and race 700-plus cars, including Lamar. Lamar winning Shelby Cobra Daytona Coupe. Love that car. And the Ford GT40, as seen on the 24-Hour War. Hey, that's my movie. Gorgeous graphics. 4K resolution, 60 frames per second. That's a lot of frames per second, man. No wonder the graphics are so good. 30 famous destinations, including Laguna Seca. Oh, we are just out there. Sonoma. I was just out there. Long Beach. Oh, it's been a while. Watkins Glen and the legendary Monza Nürburgring. Try it all out. Forza Motorsport 7 on Xbox One, man. Buy the digital version and get the Hoonigan Car Pack featuring Ken Block and his 1961 Mustang Hoonicorn and get it for free. Forza Motorsport 7 on a, out October 3rd. And if you're going to get a car and talk cars, and if you're listening, you love cars, you got to insure it. Why not go with the best? Go with Geico. Geico.com. 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on your car insurance. Why would you do anything else? Save some of that money. Get yourself a new, um, I don't know, cold air intake system or something. Put that extra money in your pocket. Save it for a rainy day. Go to Geico.com. 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on your car insurance. It's Geico. All right. What were we talking about? It's tough when you go and and we went and met with a network and they tried to tell me, well, you know, people that watch our show, they know that everything they see is real. And I was like, bro, if you can see a police car and an ambulance at the end of this drag strip, like quotes drag strip, you have to know that like people know that's not real and it's okay. The cars are real. The racing's real. But like, don't believe for a minute that people are so stupid that they don't get it. And they said, well, I don't understand the fantasy of like why you want to pick all these different cars. And I said, oh, okay. What do you drive? And the other four guys that are from this network start laughing. And I was like, you have an electric car, don't you? (laughs) And he said, yeah. I was like, okay. Let me see if I'm right. You didn't – you wanted to get a Tesla, but you don't want these guys to think that you're a prick, right? Like you don't want people to think this guy's a total a-hole, even though for the technology and everything it is. Like it's – a lot of people would be right to say this car is worth the money. I don't feel that way, but that's what you saw. But you didn't want to do that because then that's going to look bad to them. I said, and then you're an adult, so you didn't want to leave because that's a go-kart. Like, yeah, that's not a real right. car. I said, so let me guess. You have a Chevy Volt. And they just start laughing and clapping. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so that's what we do. Like, yeah. that's what our show does because that's a real, like, that's a real-life decision. I said, but the difference is, like, you can show that. Like, you don't have to fake that. It's all about storytelling. And to your point, like, if you found, like, they just found one of the original bullet cars in Mexico. In Mexico. Like, right. that's a rad story. I read every story single we're word of that. That's the story we want to see. That's say. cool. The fact that Goodwood, like, there's one dude who has so much money that people, he convinced people, yeah, race up my driveway. Like, why are we not 
all going there. Like, yeah. that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Now, Rod Millen's doing a similar one down in New Zealand. So, like, you oh, can get a Lord. Foot. Yeah, lead foot. Like, we could get a Lord of the Rings trip and race up someone's yeah. driveway. <laughs> yes. yes. Like, that's a great story. With some of the coolest. When you go to Goodwood, the coolest cars on the planet, not a Mustang bullet replica tribute car, which is a. It doesn't even. Uh, I honestly is less than a zero in terms of my yeah. interest level. But you will in, see in a nine seventeen Porsche run the hill, right? And that's yes. to me that's it's the same real people that that listen to your show that that know cars that like they know like if you're into cars then you know cars you're not here to sell cinnamon tequila and t-shirts and not know crap about cars like that's not real. Yeah, and look, we all just kind of geeked out on the LFA for ten minutes. Not because our tastes are necessarily simpatico with cars. We're actually pretty wide range of tastes yeah. uh, represented in this this podcast studio. But we all know what is good, and we all know yeah. the LFA until fucking Paris Hilton got one. We all know the LFA <laughs> is a killer machine. And so what the guy who's in the Mustangs and American Muscle and the guy who's into the Newman, Nissan, whatever stuff, and the guy who's into engine swaps with the Nissans and crazy cars and a Cadillac wagon, those three guys all appreciate the shit out of the LFA because yeah. those three guys are car guys. Right. And if you try to swap out a bullet tribute car for an LFA in my world, I, you went from <laughs> I'm endlessly fascinated about this vehicle to I don't give two flying shits about this piece of shit that I could buy on eBay all day long for $13,000. So what is it? Car guy? Not car guy? No, car guy with brain cells <laughs> yeah. who wants something interesting. Yeah, something cool that puts a smile on your face every time. That's why you're going to love my 67 Fastback. That's <laughs> right. Because it's not a bullet replica. It's, it's not different. A bullet it's replica. fun. It's cool. It's got as many as 30 things that are weird. Circle. 30. <laughs> 30. All right. Mr. Me, Foxbody. Uh, let me tell. Yes. Pitch me... that uh, throughout the cooking show. Tell oh us yeah, about your Food Network show. Yeah, so hurry, I will. I got to do five other podcasts. My buddy, <laughs> my buddy Guy Fietti that I met yeah. at Sonoma years ago, um, huge race fan. When he first met me, he was like, "Hey, you're the weird guy from Speed." And I thought, "Why do you know me? You're the right, you're the crazy you're the guy, guy from, from Triple D." And so uh, we've been trying to work on something together for years. He had me out at Guy's Grocery Games, which, if you haven't watched, is really fun. It's like that's the kids. Right? It's, it's like uh, Supermarket Sweep that used to be on, right. which was a great show. Uh, meets uh, Chopped, and so people. Come all this stuff in the grocery store and he saw me and he was like we need to go make a show with you and this girl next to you and i was like okay what do you want to do i said well, i got a road trip i need to have a cool car and let's go show fun food in the south so it's called super southern eats we're cruising around in my wife's 85 fj60 land cruiser which i bought her and then borrowed for the show and she has not had it back yet <laughs> one of those sold for like a hundred grand by the way oh my gosh at, at yeah the they're insane dude they have yeah. held their value and Hell, keep going up keep going up all, all right. right where do we find it uh food network it'll be out uh, i think in october um is the we've had one premiere and then the rest of them are coming out in october okay. so really excited all right so go to uh, the website by the way the rutledge wood Dot com and find out about the eBay build and find out about the Food Network show and all the stuff. We could sit here forever with the rut, but I sadly, love you guys. Thanks we for love you. Me. You got to go to the other shop, take a look at some cool, done, cool, cool cars. All right, live shows coming up. Uh, you can go to adamcroll.com, find out all, all the all the swag, all the live shows, whatever, whatever you want. The buck slips. I love my buck slips. 
Go to uh, go to uh, AdamCroll.com. Check that out. Check the uh, CarCastShow.com as well. Uh, and until next time, Adam Kroll for Rutledge Wood and Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com. Carcast Show.